This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the Cobras and Fire Podcast, part of the Decibel Geek Podcast. Network. Now get up and get your grandma out of here. Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined by the public restroom phobic, Loose Cannon. Loose, how are you this uh, evening? I am excellent. I am at home, so I'm not in a, uh, I do not, if I need to poop or pee, I am in the confines of a sanitary situation. A safe yes. zone. A safe zone, yes. if, you, if I could add. But yeah, I just want to <laughs> say, um, um, last, last episode was a, a bit of a cathartic experience wouldn't you say oh man we piled through a lot of stuff and actually got in each other's grill a little bit too <laughs> but uh yeah i just want to say if, if you want to go back there's a couple things but one of the things that i highly uh you know from last episode i've been thinking about it and, and i'm just <laughs> i was so fascinated with it was the whole black veil brides uh, uh game show and i gotta tell you that was very difficult for me. I mean, all the lyrics were horrible, and <laughs> and and I could not tell the difference. And I'm just afraid that. Uh, uh, do you think the Blackfield Brides were listening? And what do you think could happen? They'll probably be uh, stealing some of my lyrics that I wrote. <laughs> And I think, but maybe you can get a call right. What do you say? Uh, you know, I'm always open for any type of credit, uh, good or bad. So, what, what's uh, what's one of the names of their songs? Give me one. I don't know. I okay. I, I, okay. I only fine. had lyrics, not in titles. <laughs> uh, mascara uh, and fakeness. Is yeah, that one mascara of and fakeness. Uh, what were some of the? You texted me during the show. What were some of the? You had an alternative name for Blackfield Brides. We kind of went back and forth. <laughs> I did. I, I don't know. For some reason, I was so amused that you're at a Black Veil Brides concert. But uh, <laughs> and my wife loves them. Yeah. Okay. So you know, Black Veil Brides. I said. Uh, 
<laughs> this is almost like the Rob Halford thesaurus thing. <laughs> Maybe think of it. And so, <laughs> instead of black veiled brides, I did onyx scarfed bitches. <laughs> what did you do? Uh, raven cloaked marriage partner. <laughs> Can you see that? Like, first off, we're going further. Just, just be like the uh, uh, the carnival barker. Everybody, come to the stage. Raven cloaked marriage partners. And then, like, fourteen year old girls. Which, by the way, their audience is still like fourteen year old girls. Like, yeah, I love. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love. Uh, you, just hear, you, you hear that sound? R- like all the girls. RCMP. <laughs> You hear the sound like like the like when the Beatles take the stage. Like, you had another one though. I do. Uh, let me look here. I'm looking at the text chain. Okay, come to the stage. <laughs> Cole kerchiefed cunt. <laughs> Yours. Coming to the stage, put your hands together for Ebony Curtain Spouses. I think their name says it all. Nonsense. Okay, so basically it's two adjectives and a noun. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Black veiled. So it's no, like concrete. No verbs, no adverbs. <laughs> Anyway, all right, let's move on for Black Veil Brides. I think we're losing our audience. Continue. Well, on the text theme, um, I have kind of a funny uh, story to share. Uh, Please. Uh, there was a group text that uh, I was involved with you and uh, uh, the Mothership founder, Chris Sinzak. Uh, oh, you, yeah, yeah. You recall this recently? Saying, let let me kept, just read okay. from my screen exactly how this follows, okay? <laughs> okay so so I, I wake up to kind of a, a back and forth between two and you, the, the two of you. But the first text is on September 20th, 2017, and it's from Chris to both of us saying, love seeing your pics from the day. Have fun, fellas. Now that, if you don't recall, is in reference to us seeing Gene at that uh, uh, baseball park in St. Paul. Yeah, Gene and Ace, yep. Mm-hmm. The very next one that I get, so this is the next text in this thread for me, is January 4th, so almost you know three months later, four months later, it's from Chris saying, I'm highly disappointed that you guys haven't responded to such a keen observation. You say, I apologize in my delay of listening to a Steelheart dog. Let me, <laughs> let me get dog? on this immediately, if not sooner. Chris says, it's worth it for the comedy. Trust me. You say, I didn't want to play at home because I have dogs. I, <laughs> I, it sure sounds like show material. Chris says, do an A-B comparison to Rolling in the Deep. And then I finally chime in with, I'm pretty sure I missed something. Can I get anyone a glass of water? (laughs) Now, for the longest time, I had no idea. When I saw that, what my first reaction was, at the time, I was about two episodes behind on Decibel Geek. I figured something was said that I missed. So before I, you know, after I responded, I went back and listened to both of them. And then I called you to find out what is going on. I don't know what's happening. And then you explained this whole thing. And I sent you the screenshot of what I just said, saying this is all I saw. So one of the things I don't like is group text because all the notifications you get. 
The worst. Um, the worst. And trying to figure out a way to like remove myself from a group text I was involved with. It was like this dark spiral, this pit of evil. Uh, I found that you could block <laughs> words, and Adele had just released a record. Hello, it's me. <laughs> I don't want any texts that use the word Adele in it. And this was like two, <laughs> two years ago, you know. So I put that in there. And it wasn't until recently that I was doing something else that I stumbled across that. And I'm like... Oh, because you explained to me what the whole text was, and I'm like, "Well, I didn't get all that." It was like <laughs> uh, right. some, uh, well, I don't remember. Some song sounded like an Adele song, and he wanted us to riff on it. But uh, right. so anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. I know Sinzak, you know, he's like, you know, has no idea. Like, I have no idea what was even going on, man. <laughs> no, but my whole thing is that. Do you have any other filter except for Adele? On your, no, on your that text? was the only. One. <laughs> 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 that is hilarious, though, that you put <laughs> it only blood. The only thing that's a filter isn't anything else. Isn't any, any kind of just just Adele. Fuck Adele. Not 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 Kanye West or or, or whoever you, you the, the normal pop star or somebody. Yeah. Else. So I missed like half that text conversation because it had the word Adele in it. <laughs> anyway, there's a Steelheart song out there that sounds like Adele per Crescenza. So besides, you know, your uh, the black veil brides, uh, uh, veiled kerchiefed uh, <laughs> uh, bitches. What other uh, show have you seen in the last month or so? Uh, well, Tom Kiefer was just in town. That was kind of fun, except for I was sick as fuck. But was that last the week that you took off and died? Yeah, I got I had a week off of work, and basically the very Monday. Uh, I started to feel like shit, and it just it didn't go away. I'm just now getting out of it, actually. It's about a, almost yeah, two weeks Yeah, later. I was very disappointed because I was like, you have the whole week off. That means that I could uh, maybe schedule a podcast, but, of course, you got sick. So that was that was very disappointing. But you actually went to a, a concert that's very courageous. And, by the way, I, uh, we've recall, uh, kind of recapped this before. Tom Kiefer, I'll just give my summary real quick. Mm-hmm. Saw him about six months. Eh, no, I think it was around. I thought it was october Yeah, it was near, it, yeah, it was Octoberish, and I'd finally seen him before. I hadn't seen um, him since I saw Cinderella like many years ago, That's and killer, I just right? t- I, yeah, just spot on, fun, smiled the whole time. So, give me your experience. Uh, well, this is like I think the fourth time I've seen him since he's been uh, he released his solo record and is kind of focusing on 
the Tom Kiefer band. And boy, I mean, other than feeling like dog shit and wishing I didn't actually leave the house, it was great. Um, Were you kind of like a cold or something or... What well, I don't know. I mean, it was flu-like symptoms. I mean, uh, if you want to get graphic, my mucus never turned yellow. I never got, but I had the chills. You know, I mean, I knew I was in trouble when we're driving out there in a preheated car, and I'm breaking out into a cold sweat just sitting there driving. <laughs> um, Hold on, I gotta interrupt you. Now, if you uh, if there was like a contest that night. Who sweat more, you or Tom Kiefer? <laughs> he still sweat more. Uh, <laughs> Which is yeah, amazing. Yeah. I think that guy halfway through, there should be like a solo where he just, there's like a shower on the side of the stage, oh, right? Yeah. Pose him down. <laughs> Autograph opened up, and uh, I don't know if you read my review, but it dawned on me that like, you know how like bands, like even Tom Kiefer, he, he'll, he does a pretty good job of balancing the old and the new, uh, sure. focusing very heavy on the old, but tastefully placing in new songs autograph almost benefits from only having one song anybody knows it's like so nobody knows these are newer old songs and and this is very much a, a local kind of towny crowd a lot of a lot of snowmobile jackets and uh you know <laughs> Coors Light tall boys going down that <laughs> night you know what I mean? yeah let me let me describe let me how would I uh feel in this, in this? oh this would have been a huge <laughs> ego boost uh yeah I would, uh, you would have been wondering why you like this music if these people like it too why do I like this music so much? I haven't been to this venue for 10 years. The last show I saw there was Lynch Mob during George Lynch's uh, rap metal phase. Did you even know about that? Only in the last couple of years when somebody mentioned it. And okay. then I actually went back on Spotify. I was like, what the fuck? Well, it was, was the terrible. night before Thanksgiving, so it's kind of a party night, right? And there were so few people there that you could go to the bathroom and come back and stand in front of the stage pretty much wherever you want. There may have been 20 people there. It's kind of a weird place. It's it's almost out of the Twin Cities suburb area, right? It's in the far northwest corner. Um, the 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 concert venue is actually above a bowling alley, um, and <laughs> I'm not kidding. And they what used you mean to, above a bowling alley. So you, that's I've never seen anything above. Hold on for a second. I've never seen any bowling alley with things above it. It's more of a ballroom than anything that you would have a wedding at, but they host concerts all the time, usually of this ilk. Like uh, tonight, uh, or yeah, tonight it was uh, Jack Russell and Firehouse. So in between songs, can you hear people go, Yeah, fucking strike! Well, when it's dead, yes, but uh, it was pretty packed. So, you know, I mean, it had the... the, the, the uh, um, the ambiance of a, of a regular show. But the problem right. is the ceiling's not very high. As a matter of fact, last time I was there, they had a false ceiling that they have since taken out. But it really didn't help too much. Um, I saw Dio there, and you couldn't see him at all because the stage is about knee-high. Um, and everything is flat. <laughs> there is no like second it level too- that's even slightly raised. Everything is floor level. So the further back you get, the worse it is. And they made no accommodations for photographers. So I had to f- basically fight with people that are watching the show to get the pictures I got, which is why they're largely garbage. Not Dio, Tom Kiefer, but I saw Dio there you know, way back in the day. Just Not, so you know, it's it's easier to photograph now. They've made him taller. With yes, yes. He, he probably floats around and he hovers over you as a hologram. <laughs> he flies but, over the audience. But the sound was, was, 
I knew something was wrong when between autograph and uh, Tom Kiefer, the woman was like, is everybody having a good time? Thanks for coming out. That whole deal. And it sure. was ear piercing. I literally had to hide behind a barrier because it hurt just to hear her talk. <laughs> and now, you know, the, these things are, are EQ'd with, you know, it's all frequencies and, and, and stuff. Uh, to make the instruments cut through. This sounds like an old PA. As you know, I've been in bands and I've also go to a lot of shows. I'm familiar with the whole concept of how this works. My ears were ringing like it was the first concert I ever saw. I haven't had that experience. I've been at a festival all day with no earplugs and it didn't bother me. This was like it was a loud ringing on the way home and for most of the next day. And it was because of the way this thing was EQ'd and it was just shitty. It was flat. It was harsh. And it just kind of ruined the evening because Tom Kiefer was killing it. His band, as you know, is great. It was his Amazing. birthday. They brought a cake out. Jesus Christ, make it sound fucking good. Did he sweat all over it? Yeah. He blew all the that- candles out. Probably used a lot of sweat to help, huh? That's what I'm saying. He doesn't even blow it out. It just drips over <laughs> all the candles. But no, but, but like it's it, it, to me, it sounds like you're just kind of describing my experience of like you know, like you told me like years ago when you saw Motorhead, you like hide in the hallway. Yeah, but that right? was that was ear, ear piercing volume. This was not that loud of a show. It was just piercing. I got you what you're saying. Yeah. It was just the way that I've definitely been was. in louder concerts and it didn't bother me. It was just it was like because you know there are frequencies we can't hear and you can crank the volume on those and it won't yeah. bother you. So They're called Steelheart. <laughs> but no, I, I know what you're talking about. Like, uh, I saw this doom metal band with a buddy of mine um, a couple months ago, and that actually made me buy earplugs the next day. Like these, these. Uh, there's actually these earplugs called ear. Peace, P E A C E. I got them. At, got them at Amazon. They're actually really good. They don't. You know how earplugs? It sucks. Like if you. If it's so when is loud, Amazon put... going to endorse this show? <laughs> Amazon and the untucked shirts. Those, those should be our two endorsers. <laughs> they should. It'd be like be like buy ear pierce, uh, ear piece. Want to return work, shit for free? <laughs> return <laughs> shit for free. You shop on Amazon. Hack. But uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, ear. Peace. That's our. That's I'm going to endorse them because uh, I'm sure you have the same situation. Like I've gone to concert with Fact Bastard and he goes, "Here, here's some earplugs," and I put them in. I'm like, "Can't Fuck hear anything." This. I can't can't hear anything. It's like this sucks. But these actually have like a. They're not as bad. Like you can still hear, but it kind of like kills the uh, yeah, they, what you're they, talking about. They try. Yeah, exactly. They try to cut out the bad noise. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another brand called Heroes. That are supposedly pretty good. I've never tried either one, so you you yeah, the like ear, the ones the, you got, yeah. huh? I did. They're called ear piece, and they're actually endorsed by like Metallica and a bunch of other. They have like uh, they have like pictures of like Hetfield with them. On. Anyway, they they do work. I, I I do have to say that they're not they're not bullshit. They're like fifteen bucks, and they actually the funny thing is about them too. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about earplugs so much. The funny thing about them is that they come in this metal case that um, that attaches to your keychain. Metal, huh? Metal case. Metal, yes, it's a metal. But it looks every time I have them because you put them in your pocket and you can't can't lose them. Every time I take them out, it looks like I'm taking a vial of coke. 
<laughs> I'm about to do a line. Bonus. Everybody's like, what the? F-? You know what I mean? And even even the guy that, uh, you know, now you go to the concerts, you have to put your wallet through the metal detector and you put uh, things like a trough. Do they have those? Do they do that in Minnesota or not? Uh, some places, but uh, typically the, the girls are topless. That's not true. The um, Go to anyway, so Augie's that- downtown Minneapolis. Ba-boom. Okay. But when I do that, though, they actually do open it up and dump it out because <laughs> there's, like, cocaine in it. Anyway, earpiece, get them. Go.
going to concerts. Lewis, what have you been up to? I've seen a few. I saw what I think I've mentioned before. Did I mention this all that the this thing called Hell's Bells, which is all these chicks? Yeah. Do ACDC. yeah. All right, all right. I've seen them twice now. Both times fun. Sorry about that. <laughs> Did you have you seen them before? No, but I've seen uh the Iron Maidens and uh Paradise Kitty and uh just don't whatever. I've seen Yeah, Pris. no, I know. Like You've seen Pris? Are they horrible? Oh, oh, I've seen them uh, on on video. Sorry. The other ones I've seen live. Tribute bands in general are garbage. Carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one is actually the the, the woman look exactly like you would think they would look. Uh, (laughs) It's an ACDC tribute band. They're not like the Iron Maidens or uh, Pris. Pris, they they look uh, somewhat attractive. Anyway. Uh, But but that was one. And the other one I saw was that I was super excited about was Corrosion of Conformity and uh, Black Label Society. And so I saw them <clears throat> here in Denver in a small, uh, I think it was the, the Ogden I saw them at. Ogden or Bluebird, they're, they're all pretty much the, the same. But it's like maybe 2,000 people. It was on a Tuesday or Wednesday, completely packed. And have you seen Black Label Society live before? Yes. Okay. So the whole place was, it was definitely packed with, I don't know if it was from COC or Black Label. There's definitely a ton of, you know, BLS uh, jackets and, the Denver like chapter, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It actually does look like the um, oh god damn it, Sons What's of Anarchy. Show? Thank you, Sons of Anarchy, uh, the cut or whatever on the back. And so, but I was there for Corrosion and Conformity. I like Zach Wild, Corrosion and Conformity. I, I'll just summarize it like this: How many albums do you own by them? Corrosion. I mean, I'm sorry, not corros- not Corrosion. Um, Black Label. How many albums? Oh, do you five or six. Right. And I think that they have a 15% or 20% tops. Do you like any album front to back by them? No. And the okay. weird thing is my favorite record by them, too. Um, I think it's largely garbage until, like, song eight. And then, like, the rest of it is great. I think it's The Order of the Black. Yeah. Mine is uh, – my favorite by them is probably Blessed Hell Ride. And I went back to it, and there's maybe three songs that I like. I mean, they have album covers. Again, one of these things I will say for – we, we always try to help. Which is the album that has nuns playing pool in the front of it? I don't know what it's called. I own that <laughs> Exactly. Anymore. They come out with one. At one point, Zach Wilde, because he's a funny guy in interviews, he said at some point, he goes, he had an interview for um, whatever his last album was, and he goes, describe the songs in your album. And he goes, like, basically, they sound like all the other songs I've ever done with different titles, is what he said. You don't think it's funny? <laughs> It is now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's that's a that's a balls move. That's being completely honest. And yeah, so Black Label Society was a headliner, but who should have been the headliner was Corrosion of Conformity. Now, Deliverance and Wise Blood are excellent '90s records. I always put Corrosion is kind of like an updated version of Black Sabbath. With yeah. Pepper Keenan is the only version that I am interested in. I saw them with Metallica in the on the Load tour. They opened. Did you see that tour or not? I did not. Okay, so that's the one that Metallica played in the round and everything like that. Corrosion opened, and uh, you know, big. It's a big deal for them. I mean, opening for Metallica? Are you kidding me? That was that was uh, near their. I mean, not the Load wasn't their peak, but popularity wise, massive. And they were horrible that night. Just I don't know if they were going through a whole drug or drinking phase, but everything was off, and I was so disappointed. So I was kind of like had apprehension seeing them this time. But oh my god, 
these guys, Pepper Keenan comes out. He looks like a kind of a, a Waylon Jennings of rock, just weathered, yeah. badass, fucking just kills it. Vocals perfect. Everybody is on on point. Uh, the, my only complaint was was they didn't play more off of Deliverance and Wise, but what they did is kind of like please everybody. They played uh, like one or two tracks off of all their albums with Pepper on it. I'm so I gotta see them on a headline show. You know, it was only like ten, eight or nine songs, but they absolutely killed it. If they're coming to your town, see them. Black Label Society left after four songs. Did you see uh, Zach Sabbath? Yes. You know what the great thing about Zach Sabbath is? What's that? Zach Wild is playing. Just like energetic versions of good songs. And that's the problem. <laughs> Even if you're a huge Black Label Society, you've got to admit that a lot of their stuff is kind of not that great. So I had a great time. It was like a two ends of the spectrum. Loved seeing Zach Sabbath, Black Label Society. Not so much, so we took off. But COC comes to your town to see him. I'm going to play one track. It's my favorite track off this album. <laughs>
go into uh, pooping at work etiquette, or what do you want to talk about? Uh, let's hold up on the pooping at work. Um, end on a high note. Yes, end on, on a high note. Uh, so okay. let's, uh, let's 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 back that up a little bit. Um, Done. Uh, one of my favorite bands. One of my uh, I don't know. They're definitely in my top five. Is calling it quits loose? Do you believe it? Mm-hmm. Stray cats. Stray cats are done. <laughs> Damn it again. Yeah, and Slayer is oh. doing a farewell tour too. By the way. Yes. Yes, I heard. Uh, uh, I think Charlie, uh, Charlie had, uh, from Anthrax had some things to say about that. I, I understand. Yeah, we we talked about it in the interview. Uh, but as you know, I am a, a pretty big Slayer fan. Have been for a, a pretty pretty big chunk of my life, at least since 1990, maybe a little sooner. But. Um, yeah, you know, I, this one I believe. You know, you get kind of dubious with these farewell tours, but uh, you had uh, you got a guy that they clearly don't want to bring back in the band in Dave Lombardo, a guy who is clearly... Why, though? What's the backstory there? Do you, is there any... I think he's a bitch, and they're oh, sick okay. of dealing with him. Uh, and I think when he, when he is... Because he's a great drummer. Um, uh, but, so you do uh, think that there is something missing? With him not in there, right? When I do, alive. yes. And okay. considering okay. that he can still do the gig, it, it kind of sucks. But I, it, I do think the fact that that he's not there means it's it's more than just Kerry King being an asshole. Can I ask something about more about David Lamarta though? Yeah, of curiosity. So his drumming style is always. Uh, how would you just? Is it because he's just? Is it is it jazzy or what is it? Because he, it uh, is unique. It's, it's thrash. It is like almost like. Uh, but it's not on point. Like, it's yeah. I, I don't know. It's definitely not jazz. But uh, um, I mean, because he he kind of sticks to a four four formula as far as the timing. But he he just he's so inventive with his, with his fills. That's what uh, I was going to ask you. It's the I fills. Mean, he's okay. constantly playing something other than the straight beat. Um, That's what I'm asking. Okay, just more more acrobatic than anything. He he's just a straight up thrash rock metal drummer. I mean, but he he just does so much. You know, he's almost like uh, I mean how I mean Eddie Van Halen's you know like just kind of this virtuosic guy. He's basically playing rock and roll, but he's throwing a ton of stuff in there at the time. But uh, not well, the, for, for example, I'm just asking in general. Like Charlie is a is a machine too. I love. His, but he's not. He's a little more straightforward, though. He doesn't. Right, uh, right. He doesn't like. I mean, <laughs> he doesn't do fills during verses. <laughs> he doesn't follow a fill with a fill. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay, so You know why? Because he's drinking coffee. He's he's steeping. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? The uh, his French fries. French pressing. Yeah. Between the fills. So, All right, continue. No, yeah, Sorry. no. It, so yeah, I, I, Lombardo is the is the Slayer drummer. Not not often. You know, do you get a, a band that you care that much about the drummer? You got your right. Your Peter Chris, Charlie Watts, and Lombardo kind of guys. So not not no. Don't care about Peter Chris. Keep going uh i'm sorry but his drumming was a big part of their their music uh so the first four years yes. yeah yeah suck your balls man um, continue anyway yeah so slayer you know it's it's it i believe it because i i think uh t- tom and uh carrie the the two remaining uh, original members are not eye to eye i think tom is physically burnt and beat up and just ready to call it a day he didn't i don't think he necessarily wanted to keep going after jeff hanneman passed away 
And this one just seems more legit as far as that. However, they sold out tickets here locally. The cheapest ticket was $100 with a $30 surcharge. I saw them at the Myth, and those tickets, like a like at the on the Repentless tour about a year and a half ago, not sold out at a smaller venue uh, with Testament, who's also playing with them at this thing. Um, sure, uh, and it was like thirty five dollars. So I don't know. Of course, they're clearly got some interest. That's a good cash. Um, do you think uh, if if you do go see him, would you bring um, him a care package like a beard beard conditioner? <laughs> or any kind of any kind of wash. I'd probably just bring a mirror, you know. I, mean. <laughs> I remember years ago they, they they use the same picture. I love Blabbermouth <laughs> because their stock photos. They use the same one for like uh, a year or two. There's one where he's wearing a shirt that says Hershey's on it. And he looks like he's in between eating a sandwich and his beard. I think like half the sandwich is in it. It is amazing, that beard, isn't it? Oh, it's so gross. Uh, yeah. Like they got Gary Holt from Exodus in the band. And uh, I remember uh, this is how I got on their manager's good side, too, is that I did a record review and I commented on like they brought him in to, just to have somebody in a gross beard contest with Tom. <laughs> uh, and, Who and- wins? Yeah, um, Tom does. Tom's beard is grosser. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, there, there's. I don't think there's any other band. There's any other band, but that they they. Uh, I'm just trying to think of you know the whole thing about Danzig buying cat litter and stuff like that. I mean, when they retire, what are they going to do? Like on a daily basis, they can't go to Home yeah, Depot exactly. or something like that. I mean, it's like, you got to change. You got to change that look. I don't. Yeah, I mean, can you? You you are when you're in Slayer, you're kind of Slayer. You know what I mean? It's not like right. you you can suddenly like you know backyard home remodeler or like I really like to cook ribs. Right. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't all of a sudden start. Gar- can you imagine like Kerry King gardening? Oh, that like guy that? from I mean, Faith No More went on to become giant pumpkin grower. <laughs> is that right? You mean the the guitarist? Yeah, yeah. He I didn't, didn't know that. Gnarly, like uh, this is my fucking look, and like. And now, now I'm into gourds. <laughs> so maybe it's possible. Maybe Kerry King can become like a guy who likes take takes old like semi tires and turns them into pots, like a pottery. Like you can grow. What do you call that? Like you know, you know what I'm talking about. You like throw vegetation in it. <laughs> but but how would you like to see uh, uh, Kerry King online on Etsy <laughs> selling aprons? <laughs> some like some curated <laughs> the, the Carrie King Pinterest page. <laughs> yeah, the, check out this uh, uh, um, mushroom brioche I made today. <laughs> but what if what if what if uh, uh, Tom ends up doing like you know they have those uh, those waxed mustache con- contests or whatever oh. where everybody yeah you know what I'm saying but what if he gets into really into grooming and he starts doing the. There's like some kind of wax for the beard. I would love to see that beard like just like like almost like a makeover. <laughs> He's probably a very handsome man. What do you say? Or he looks or he just look like a, a very uh well tailored terrorist. Could be like a uh, a Tom Araya um beard of the month club or something like like a dollar <laughs> shave club, but it's Tom Araya's. So you're a huge fan. Would you go for this final show if you had to pay the full price for a basic general admission or shitty seat? Nope. Because you've seen him how many times? I don't know. At least 10. 
I mean, more than they're that. Probably play, I'm sure more than that. Gonna... I don't. I don't really need to see this lineup either. With oh, you that's know, true. You know, it's more of that. If it was, if 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 either, if Lombardo was still in it, I'd probably would would definitely go. And if Hanneman was still uh, alive, it would be a no brainer.
talk some shit, Cannon. I do. Yeah, I want to talk about. Uh, I guess. No, work. no, no. Hold on. Choose your words carefully. Don't chikini this up. So I want to talk about some <laughs> some work pooping etiquette. Yes. Yes. Does that work? Okay. Uh-huh. You have your coffee. Are you coffee? You're a coffee man, aren't you? I am. I'm very, and I'm also very regular, and I let my wife know when things go off schedule. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Now. If I could describe this to you, first off, I am not a big fan of, of pooping at work. In my other job, basically, it was like all these little branches where there's like five or six people in. It was a, a sales environment. And you basically knew when you blew up the to- whoever blew up yeah. the toilet. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. like that. So this – so th- for, for me, uh, I don't enjoy it. I also um, – well, first off, every single thing at this at this at work right now is the, is the dually. One pisser. One toilet, one open door. Got it? Yeah. Okay. There's 50 people there at this company total. There's a total of three bathrooms set up this way. And uh, there's three owners that work there, and they're there every day. Now, I am not exaggerating, but I go to take a piss. Like, let's say once, whatever, I take a piss. It doesn't fail. Somebody is shitting in there all day. Of the 50 people, every time I go in there, somebody's shitting and I immediately leave. Because I, I'm not sure if you would feel uncomfortable with this, at any given time, the boss, somebody you know, could be blowing it the fuck up and it smells like shit as soon as I go in there. The last thing I want is one of my bosses to walk out from taking a shit and me know his brand. Oh, you know, I, I go a different direction. I walk into an empty bathroom like what you're saying that's kind of shared, but somebody yeah. had just taken a shit. I don't want to be in the bathroom while somebody else walks in while I'm washing my hands and they think that was me. Right. Well, I, I get that no, too. No, the bathroom I got at work, the one that the, the single-use thing, it's kind yeah. of cavernous. So there's a way to kind of sneak out, and I'm very careful to make sure that, like, <laughs> like if somebody sneaky, like, right? like, like comes to use the bathroom while I'm in there, that's an automatic another five minutes of me sitting there because I want to make sure nobody is near that door when I leave. Because, no, I don't want you to know right. okay. that I just but, did but, that. But, again, there's there's a total of 50 people here, and the amount of, of shit that goes on, <laughs> there must be something in the water because all day, half of this, I mean, the productivity of this place could go up if people could just control their bowels. Now, let me tell you where I poop. I poop in another, there's th- the other one that, that I go to is in a warehouse down, I walk like five minutes and <laughs> there's only like th- three guys in this warehouse in this area, and they know every time when I'm going to say hi and wave to them that I'm about to blow up their bathroom because I, I know the, the, because I know that at least you're carrying a magazine, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I just go. They, they know because I immediately like, go back there. <laughs> That's hey, fellas, because, about to take a shit because I don't want to be there when when my go get him, Cannon. I know. God damn it, this motherfucker. But here's the other thing, too. Here's my question. We have evolved. Like We're here to help. We're talking about evolving as a species and things like that. Uh, you know, in the 1920s, people were dying during surgery and everything from doctors. Do you know why they were dying during surgery? Probably because they were afraid to take a shit and their boss find it out. <laughs> 
No, it's because all of a sudden these doctors realized that people, when they're playing with their organs, that they probably washed their hands before <laughs> before before they were handling their. I don't know. I've innards. watched a lot of episodes of Mash, and they would uh, they would perform surgery on the side of the road if they had to. <laughs> but that was the 70s. Things had changed by then. But then they realized, hey, there's germs. We live in a society, my point is, that Ecolab, one of the, one of the main companies there right downtown, and they make a lot of their money on these little things you see in the bathrooms all the time. Hand sanitizer, this, that, whatever. It's everywhere. We have we have dryers that you don't have to touch, right? You just wait, or, or the paper, I'm sorry, not dryers, but the paper towel things. You wave your hand, you do the fucking karate chop. Yeah, and, and four finally hours com- later, you get enough paper towel to dry your hand. I know it's terrible. Here's a quarter this- inch. Here's another quarter inch. I know you're like you seem to be abusing this. I'm only giving you an eighth inch and swipe three. That's <laughs> terrible. But you finally get all this. We do all this stuff to be sanitary. All these things like that. Never before have we been more clean. And then you know what we do as a society? We decide when we take a huge shit that a piece of toilet paper is going to get us clean, right? Yeah. Okay. Here's my question to you to find out what kind of man you are. Do you use wet wipes? No. Oh, my God. Baco. Baco, Baco, Baco. This is something that as a society we need to realize. And that is... Yeah, there's a lot of plumbers that will disagree with you, by the way. (laughs) I know there's flushable wipes. Listen to me. Here's the thing. Do a test. Wipe as hard as you can. And then take one wet wipe, and you will faint with the amount of fecal matter that's left behind. We are disgusting people. We might as well be wiping ourselves with leaves from the forest. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> you just, in your bathroom, you just have a bag of leaves? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I'm hardcore. I don't even use leaves. I use pine needles. My whole point is I... I <laughs> a stick, I, like, you know, rubbing Pine needles. <laughs> so you, you use, do you use one of those things to hang on your uh, rearview mirror <laughs> to wipe it all over your ass? Yeah, that's the, let's go with that, yeah. I can just tell you this much. Many years ago, I was reading a GQ magazine and looking for the fall uh, fall uh, fashion lines uh, at Abercrombie. And, um, <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> just kidding. And they had, a, they had an article about wet wipes, and that's exactly the quote that it was about the whole fecal matter thing. And I, from that point forth, I go... Like a maniac. It doesn't matter where I go. If I go to a concert or anything like that, I have a Ziploc bag of wet wipes in my right or left pocket just in case because I do not oh want to feel Lord. dirty the rest of the day. What do you think about that? I think that makes you a little dandy. Yeah. I just... <laughs> I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much. In 10 years, you will see that the wet wipe industry will be taking over bathrooms. We have we have gone. No. You realize when we were. No. Listen no. to me. No. We had when we were younger. Cars didn't even, seatbelts were an option. They were an upgrade. We were flying <sighs> through windshields. Babies were flying through uh, out of uh, car windows and everything like that. We have evolved this species. This will become the standard. And I'm going to tell you right now, Too if, much you invest, unless the, if you want to invest, unless they're already no, going to be in the bathroom. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. It, already in the bathroom. You want to you invest in something, you, you, I'm gonna, you're going to take advice from me right now. That is invest in wet wipe companies. They will be Why the not the bidet? Lab. Ecolab. Why not smart. the bidet? Oh, I would love a bidet. Yeah, because you, I would like a bidet doesn't require you to, to create more garbage. By the way, well, and that's what I'm trying to explain. The, the the these other countries that's standard. Wouldn't you like to get a little shower? It's like a breath. What other countries? Ass. France. <laughs> uh, 
No, I don't know where this I'm is sorry. Going. Look, whatever. Yeah, it, it's not like yeah, you wipe your ass and then never shower for a week. You might have a point. But I do scrub down there. I can make sure I clean her out every morning. It's un, it's un, it's uncomfortable during the day. You need a nice clean washing. The rest of the day, you might want to look at your diet and not rely on the wet wipes so much. Anyway, the point is, I have no idea statistically with fifty people and only thirty in the admin office and twenty in the factory down down below. It is. Amazing the fact that nine out of ten times somebody's blown it up every time I open the restroom. <laughs> you're you're about the cleanliness. I'm about like not being caught. I don't want someone to <laughs> smell like you're just like sneaking around. Yeah. I, I try to get in and out as quick as possible. And yeah. if someone interrupts that, it's going to delay it because I do not want to be seen. Yeah, you're like you're you're you have shame. You're like you're 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 a shame pooper. <laughs> I feel shame. <laughs> it's because we're all animals. It is funny, the whole th- situation. We're, we're all this, and, and every once in a while, we just sit down like animals and take a shit in a bowl. Well, there it's, is a fifth bathroom at work that the two owners use that they pretend that nobody knows. Oh, the elite bathroom. Yeah, That's so- what I would buy. If I was if I was the boss, like these guys, if they own a company, I would definitely have a bathroom, only my bathroom, because I would not want to just blow up with a with a common folk. Yeah, no, you know what I mean. Well, I think Come for on. the same reason that I don't, I don't. These guys are good guys. They're not like above it all people. Sure, but they definitely don't want to be seen in that vulnerable state at all with the people that they're supposed to lead. You know. And that's, that's kind of how I feel, you know. It's like I don't want the guy that I have to like yell at because he shipped three packages wrong. That I also just fucking you know plastered the toilet with diarrhea. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to explain because the one thing I always remember is that my not my boss, my, not my boss's boss, but the guy that looked over the entire company. He was at my branch one day. This is a long time ago, and I still remember this vividly. And he forgot to close the bathroom, lock the bathroom door. So I just walked right in there. I saw him halfway up, his toilet sticking his hand between his legs, and he looked like a scared little uh, animal. And and, and I saw everything, Baco. It was horrible. (laughs) I could never look back. I could never respect him anymore. I saw him in the most vulnerable position. I know. That's his dent. Uh, yeah, you I, can't do it. I told so you about thing. my high school bathrooms where there none of the poopers had doors on them, and going in there <laughs> and seeing your history teacher just sitting there with his weird, you know, jacket with the the elbow pads. <laughs> uh, How about this? I got even one more for you at Harrison High School. <laughs> The fine Harrison High School, there was one bathroom that was four urinals. This was like near the lunch area and four shitters. No divider at all. No stall. Nothing between the the toilets? No, nothing. So it's like a military, like a latrine? That's right. Was like, was Private Pyle mopping it and then shot himself? <laughs> I went in there. I was like, who's here? I never shit in there, but I would go in there and take a piss and be like, three guys taking a dump. <laughs> yeah, like, I got to believe that like, taking a piss in there was like taking a piss in jail, too. Like You're, you're trying to like twist your torso away from anybody. <laughs> There's no if you were automatically if you're gonna go out there and like uh, murder somebody that night there would be no transition between that bathroom and being behind bars and shitting in your bedroom. Oh God, it's just this just amazes me. We have evolved as a society. 
50 years from now, we're going to look back and say, man, 2018, what a savage time. We were driving our own cars. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how we're going to look at this. And we were wiping our ass with pieces of paper, cardboard. We need to evolve. We're here to help people. That's the message. Rock's not dead. It's hiding. And you found it. Unclean and leaving valuable treasure behind.
awesome. I have a, I, I definitely have an opinion on, on public pooping. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike feels like he's capable of a little more than just trips to the convenience store. Oh, also, he wants to let you know that you can buy a gallon of ice cream instead of a pint every time. (laughs) Those are his words. So he said roughly like, blink the last wheel. It doesn't really translate, but the way he said it was super funny. (laughs) Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage.